If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. It's Friday, and hey, we're going to look back again today. By the way, we don't always look back every Friday. We have lots of new episodes on Friday. But today, we are going to look back at this epic, almost two-hour chat we had a year ago with Miss Whitney Rose. I just think it's so interesting to see a year later who has changed, who has not changed. No shade. They all change, guys. They all change. Um, and that's there's no shade to that. But we actually talk in this episode about how, like, Whitney's not going to change. So I want to know, does everyone think she's changed or not? She's probably changed less than a lot of other people on Salt Lake this season, probably. But this is part two. It's a look back. Part one, look back, was last Friday. Now we're going to continue this chat with Miss Whitney Rose. And it's just one year ago, guys. My, how things are different. And does everyone think Salt Lake is, like, literally one of the best in the franchise these days? DM me like you all do. Want to hear your thoughts. And now we share this chat that we had in the past with Miss Whitney Rose. Who do you think has changed the most, like, throughout this whole process? You or, I guess, someone else? Uh, And it could be a positive change or a negative change. I think that I've, I've probably grown the most, but Heather's right there with me in a positive way. Um... I've really seen a lot of her insecurities become strengths. Um, And she alluded to that at the reunion too, that she didn't think anyone would be interested in her life either. And just, you know, as like a mom and a single mom and just having broken away from the church, but she seemed to find her voice too. Yeah. Who do you think changed for the worst? Lisa. She just got nastier. Like, it's so funny because she goes around saying that everyone else is here to be famous, but she's the only one talking about it. Like, it, it went to her head, and she she's actually progressively gotten worse towards me. Like, I think that she's gotten more of her negative strengths or negative sides that I, I witnessed from her have gotten worse. Like, just as far as coming after you. Like the manipulations, the lies, the curation, the fakeness. What about, let's talk about Mary. I mean, (laughs) well, you could take a sip of wine. That's okay. That's allowed. Lots of people like to drink here behind the velvet rope. I'm sorry I have coffee tonight. Huh? I should have asked if that was okay. Sorry. It's more than okay. You just keep drinking. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, well, I mean, is Mary just, I mean, I asked this, I think to Meredith, like, is Mary crazy? Is she misunderstood? 
again, don't shoot the messenger. Like, I mean, I, I understand the messenger gets shot, but like, talk to me about Mary. Like, is she just misunderstood? Yes. She's, well, she's everything that you said. She's, she, Mary's out there. She's a wild card. And she is unpredictable. Um, but in a lot of ways, she is so misunderstood. And I think that it's because it's a product of her environment. Like, I think that Mary has put up so many walls because of what she's been through, you know, marrying her step-grandfather, inheriting her grandmother's church and fortune and everything. Like, it, it kind of makes sense when you get to know her because Mary's actually very is actually very smart and wise and like she does have a lot of like amazing qualities but she gets so like wrapped up in her walls that she just comes across as like crazy if you will like it's hard for me to explain this because I love Mary and I do respect her as a woman and she's been a good friend to me but it is difficult because I find myself having to defend a lot of things with her and it just breaks my heart because I know it's because she's defending herself. Like she just put up a lot of walls. I mean, I guess, cause why everyone in the world, I mean, even before the show, I would imagine everyone in the community or around her had some opinion about her marrying her grandfather. I mean, when you hear that, everyone has the same reaction. And can you imagine that that's how people first judge you? Like you, that's what you lead with, right? Like that, it, that has to be, so difficult. There must be something wrong with me. I'm just like, it never really went there for me. Like as, oh, this is really shocking. I, I know that sounds, I mean, it, it is, but it's not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I guess it is. But then, I don't know. There's a lot of other things that have happened in the last 15 years in Housewives land that are Well, and I think, I think that you're, you probably had the ability to hear step grandfather, right? Right. That is like, it is different. And, you know, he was a lot younger than her grandmother. And honestly, arranged marriage, arranged marriages are common in like a lot of places in the world, right? It's not, it's just not common in Salt Lake City, even though we come from a past of polygamy and multiple wives. And even though Lisa denies it, there's a huge swinger community here. Well, here I am earlier on the show thinking I heard that you're brother and sister are married. So really I'm one to blame too, that I misheard that. And I'm like, what? What about brother and sister are not right. But that's what I mean. Like, but I, they're not, but I heard that and I heard it incorrectly. So, I mean, that is a stereotype, you know, of, so I think maybe like, I think if this, if that were Mary's situation, maybe like somewhere else, I just think people then it brings up the Mormon stereotype and what goes on in Utah. It just brings up all that. I think. Yeah. But it is a step, yes. Right, so I mean, that would make sense if everyone's talking about you for many years that you would just put up walls. Yeah, I will say this about Mary. She um, she is very, very quick to speak her mind. She has no filter. And, and sometimes it can come across as rude or condescending or feels like she's tearing you down. But that woman, that woman forgives. Mary forgives faster than anyone I've ever known. Like, it's almost like she comes at you, but then she gets over it just as quickly. And I respect that about her because we're able to, like, maintain 
a relationship because nothing's held on to. And just move on. Yeah. But did I, I, my worst nightmare is when Mary's mad at me. <laughs> Who's the worst like to have come at you? Like, Mary. is it Mary? It is really Mary? Yes. But you have to remember that it's only going to last for a minute and she's going to get over it and then you're going to be fine. I'm kind of the same way. So I, I, I get it. I mean, I get over things. I don't really get mad, but when I do, it's mad and then I'm over it like within a minute. I'm like, I have another problem over here. So it, this is fine. Let me move on. That's such a good character trait. I do. It's like, I mean, unless you really come at me and it's like, you know what it is? I get mad in like business. Like when it comes to business and stuff, if you're like affecting with my business, I will come after you. But personally, I mean, you could say anything about me. There's like, I don't know. I can't even think of a situation when I would truly get mad at something personal. Yeah. Are you like that with your friends? Like you're just kind of easygoing until someone crosses the line? Yes. And then, you know, if you really want to cross the line and make this some like business thing, then yeah, I will like go into psycho mode and see red and I will, whatever I'm working on will be put aside and you will be my main project and there will be, (laughs) I will go there. But short of that, it's like, I can't think of anything that would really get me that mad. See, I'm like, I'm kind of like that too. Like I, it takes a lot for me to get upset. And I still, like, have degrees of upset. Like, I can be really mad and people don't even realize it just because of my voice. And, but trust me, you do not want me to see red. Yeah, like, when I see. Like, I I would, like, if I'm mad enough to make, and I want to make a point, I go too far and then I always regret it. Me too. Like, I'll throw myself into the fire (laughs) just to have you burn. Like I'll burn. That's just how I am. Like I will take myself down if I have to. Yeah. No, I mean, I'll like, I'll sleep outside on the lawn to prove a point. (laughs) Have you ever done that? Um, not the lawn, but I have definitely like done my fair share of storming out of the house and slamming every door (laughs) and acting like I wasn't going to come home. But then I'm like a baby. I'm like, I'm going to just go to the couch. <laughs> you're right. You're like, I'm just going to sleep on the couch. Well, speaking of sleeping on the front lawn, were you shocked at the reunion? Like when Mary admitted that like her and her husband sleep in separate beds? No, I wasn't shocked. I kind of assumed that. One, because I've been in Mary's room and there is no room on her bed. <laughs> I mean, she has her handbags next to her. <laughs> so, uh, and two, I mean, Robert Sr. is, you know, older now. Like, I I just don't, I, it didn't, like, click. I never imagined them being in the same bed, ever. So, I mean, because I'm picturing this. I'm picturing, so Mary's closet, which we've all seen. And then I'm picturing a bed and, like, a thousand. So she sleeps with the handbags in the bed. I mean, maybe she just had them laid out because she was, like, planning outfits. But I did laugh. Cause I'm like, you can see where she sleeps. And then the rest of her room, which is ginormous is covered in clothes and shoes and handbags. That woman's closet is insane. That's what I'm picturing. I mean, listen, I don't have anything against sleeping with handbags. Like if you have a big bed, just bring everything. Like that makes sense. No, but to be honest, my first Chanel, I put it on my nightstand. Cause I was like, I got to take very good care of you. (laughs) 
I get it. I get it. And I mean, at least Mary has like her bed with the closet. It's all like, it's all Mary, right there, right? Mary's whole life is her closet. <laughs> she has good, who do you think has the best fashion sense out of this whole group? Like taking yourself out of the equation. Yeah. Cause I don't think it's me. Not yet. And so Mary has the nicest pieces for sure. Like from, from just a collection standpoint, hands down, Mary, she has everything. Um, and, but I don't think that she always puts them together in the best way. However, she dresses to her mood and I love that. And she owns it. Um, I could see that. Lisa has pretty good style. I'd say, um, she always looks nice. I mean, she's loves her late, like she's kind of like a label whore, <laughs> you know, and a price dropper and brand dropper. Um, but Meredith always is like timeless and classy. So I think Meredith, I love her pantsuits. They work. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like stunning without it and like effortlessly glamorous. Yeah. I would, I would agree. Yeah. I would agree with like all of that, actually. What about, were you shocked when Mary said, I mean, I don't think it makes a difference at this point, but like when it came up that like her grandfather didn't have a will and then it's implying, you know, now people could imply that, you know, she wasn't the one to take over the church and it's really her word versus whoever. And she's like a gold digger and got her grandfather because it came with money. I mean, that's what's now going around. Or were you even just shocked that like there was no will or that's neither here nor there? I guess, I guess the reason I'm sitting here staring at you like dumbfounded is because I don't know what to believe because none of it makes sense. And there are so many different stories going around and some of them have, you know, um, proof, if you will. But yeah, I, I don't know what to believe on that one because in one, in one breath, she's saying that she inherited everything. And then the next is that there wasn't a will. So I don't, I don't know. What, what do you think? <laughs> I don't, I really, I truly just don't know what to like, make of it i mean i was just kind of like well i mean i think it guess it's different there's a different outcome versus a or b but again i don't know like when something happens in the past i'm just like well what's the difference at this point it's been so many years i mean i guess it's the whole root of how this came to be you could argue it is a huge difference but here we are many years later so what does it really matter yeah exactly i mean it, it really it doesn't have any weight with the outcome anymore but it's a fascinating story it's a fascinating story yeah and and um i hope that we get an opportunity for mary to share more of it what about yes i agree with that what about this I mean, I was, a, I, I kind of understood what Mary was saying, but look, I mean, as you probably realize after one season of being on the housewives or maybe even before, you know, at least 50% of what goes on on the show or any show is not on the show. It's on social media. Mm -hmm. So what about the whole viral audio that we all heard of Mary saying, you know, these people are poor and I wish they gave more money and I need Chanel. And I'm, yes, I am paraphrasing. I don't know if this is exactly what was said, right. 
you know, and if they're not poor, they're cheap and cheap is worse than poor. That was very difficult for me to listen to as Mary's friend, because I always want to give her the benefit of the the doubt. Right. But that was, that was like cringeworthy, very difficult to listen to. And when she admits that it's her, she admits that it's her voice, but then she has give some context to the situation. I want to believe her, but I could not get past what I heard. I mean, did you understand her rationale? Cause I didn't. No, no. In fact, that's probably something I want to talk to Mary about. Um, cause I want to understand it so that I'm not blindly defending her all the time. You know what I mean? Cause it, it's like, I just want to understand more what she meant when she was reading from the Bible or isn't that what she said that she was like quoting a scripture or something, but I didn't That's... know they had to you know, 2000 BC. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I think she was trying to say that she was saying, giving a lecture to somebody about what you shouldn't say and what's not appropriate but I guess they just cut the beginning part of that off that led into that. Cause I mean, th- that's what I thought she was trying to say, but that didn't necessarily make sense yeah, to and me. Then she, and then I remember her again, maybe this didn't make it to air, but I do remember her quoting a scripture while she was explaining this. She was trying to explain a scripture, um, talking about material things, but I don't know. I think that this is something that I should probably ask her about because I mean, the poor woman just sets herself up for a lot of speculation. Yeah. I mean, like, that was a thing. I was like, I don't know how you can, I don't know, I don't know. Oh, I I mean, there's been so many things, and I want to be a good friend to her, and I want to support her, but it's very hard to understand some of these situations that we hear about. Well, you have this discussion with her, and then, you know... You can text me or. Yes, I will let you know. Let me know. What about, you know, being a true fan of Housewives, you've seen, you know, Kyle and Lisa Vanderpump fall out. Reza and MJ, they were friends for 30 years. They're no longer friends. Vicky, Tamara. Friends, right? Reza and MJ? To my understanding, yeah. The last time they were on Watch What Happens Together with like a bunch of people, it didn't seem like they were such friends breaks my heart. I mean, yeah, that's like, I mean, that's the thing. Like when it's real, like that's 30 years of like high school friends that are now not friends. And like, even like Vicky and Tamara with Shannon, Jill and Bethany. Yeah. Somehow Reza and MJ bothers me almost the most, but that's just me. But there are other examples. So are you afraid that in any way, shape or form, this could happen with you and Heather? So it's funny. Cause we talk about it. Um, we we understand that that's probably going to be a situation that will challenge us at some point. We understand that that's just part of the process when you're doing reality TV and you're really like, but you have a real friendship, but then there's all this drama. So Heather and I have, yes, we're concerned about it, but we are so committed to being honest and real with each other that I think Heather and I could seriously get through anything. You do. 
Yeah, because just because the the blood, like just the blood connection and like what our family went through as Mormon pioneers. I know this sounds so cheesy, but I'm going to bring it no. back to this. Our family gave up everything that they had for what they believed in and walked across the United States of America with hand carts, like with women, children, men. I mean, like think of all the sacrifices made for what they were, right? And Heather and I, we just joke that like, so we're related through my grandpa Lou and her grandma Myrtle, we're brother and sister. And we just always like, we have this little pact of like, Grandpa Lou and Myrtle, like we gotta stay true. But yeah, I, I don't doubt that there's gonna be, you know, if we both are in here for the long haul, um, which I hope, <laughs> you know, I think, yeah, well, I'm, I don't doubt that we'll have our relationship challenge. It's just the natural, it's almost like an MO, if you will. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even know if it's like the, I mean, this is just my own jaded view as a jaded New Yorker and someone that does this for a living. Like, I don't even know if it's like the drama in the group, I just think it's fame. Like I know, I mean, you're like after one season, you are as famous as you'll be after 10 seasons, basically, like everyone knows you. I mean, I always tell people, you shouldn't stay on the show for the fame. This is just my advice. You should stay on like for the, mo- the money eventually. But if yeah. someone just wants fame, like you have it. One season, everyone still talks about, you know, Joe DeLarosa from, she was just on my show from season one from Orange County. But I feel like, I think that's what it is. That's what I think. I think fame gets in the way and people get big heads and it's not like on air. It's off air that you just blow up after season three, four, five, six, right? Yeah, I could totally, I can, I can totally, that resonates with me. I totally can see that. The fame and then like, like what I've seen and heard about too is just like the entitlement from the fame. That can really, I think that's what gets in the way of friendships, marriages, all of it. But I made a pact with my husband that if that ever was, if my head was getting big, I'm getting out. Because I do not want to lose sight of who I am. Because even though I come across as weak and meek, I love that I love humanity and I love that I love people. I'm going to get emotional. (laughs) Well, Meredith cried on this show. So if she did, you could. And as much as I love all of this, the glitz, the glamour, the fame, the, I, I am more interested in growing myself, growing my business and growing my impact on the world because with exposure comes power. And I just want to make sure that I use my power in ways that truly are meaningful and impactful for not only my family, but other people. And in the second that I get away from that, I'm done. Well, that's good because not everybody feels that way. And trust me, some days I just want to turn off my social media and delete it and be like, F this shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I would like like to turn off my social media most days. Yeah. I just, there's so much hate, so much hate in the world. And I just think that with this comes a big responsibility. 
is what I'm trying to say. And I hope that Heather and I can stay strong because we're powerful together, right? Just don't let it go to your head. Yeah. Yeah. I'll admit it. As important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority and I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. I need to tell you guys about this great new app called FitOn, which helped me, well, no pun intended, get my fit on. I wanted to lose weight. And the thing is, when you sign up with FitOn and you start to use the app, it kind of walks you through like what your goals are. And I quickly realized that, I mean, I've tried everything. They have cardio, yoga, dance. I literally just finished quickie abs. They also have Pilates, bar strength. I also personally love, I mean, that I can do it from home because I don't have any time to go run and find a gym and do this anywhere else. It's a really fun app and it actually is helping me. I've lost weight. It's a really fun app and it's really helping me get in shape. FitOn is the number one premier free fitness app. That's right. I said free and is redefining the workout experience. So really stop paying to work out. FitOn workouts are always free to use. Join over 10 million people getting their fit on. Work out for free anytime, anywhere. Text ROPE, R-O-P-E, to 64,000 to join fit on for free. Text ROPE to 64,000. That's ROPE 64,000. Hey ladies, let me tell you about Dipsy Stories. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy helps bring the stories to life anywhere, anytime. I was just listening to a story called Five Years. It's about this woman, Sophia, who's right off a breakup and she's not looking for love. She heads to her friend's beach house. And well, her friend's other friend, Theo, is there. And they're alone in the beach house for a week. Now, I'm sure you can imagine what happens next. These stories are so detailed. So listen, close your eyes and let yourself get lost. Lost in a world where only good things happen and pleasure is your only priority. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash velvet. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash velvet. Dipsystories.com slash velvet.
I have to tell you about a new nutritional product that I started using called Athletic Greens. Now, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted better gut health, I wanted more energy, and I wanted to optimize immune system. Well, let me tell you, what I love best about Athletic Greens is it's easy. I personally don't have, didn't have, and never will have time for any nutritional product that is complicated to use. So here's the thing. Athletic Greens, you take one scoop and you add eight ounces of water and that's all you need. Also, the other thing I love about Athletic Greens, it actually tastes great and it's inexpensive. It costs less than $3 a day. Also, I love it. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, so there's no nasty chemicals or anything artificial. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash velvet. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash velvet to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Bombas's mission is simple. Make the most comfortable clothes ever and match every item sold with an equal item donated. So when you buy Bombas, you're also giving to someone who's in need. Bombas designed their socks, shirts, and underwear to be the most comfortable clothes you can't wait to put on every day. Everything they make is soft, seamless, tagless, which is my favorite part, and has a luxurious, cozy feel. Now you guys are listening to my podcast, so you're all reality TV fans. I'm sure you've seen Bombas on Shark Tank. Shout out Damon John. And listen, Do you know that socks, underwear, and t-shirts are the three most requested clothing items at homeless shelters? That's why Bombas donates one for every item you buy. Their socks come in so many colors and patterns. So far, Bombas customers like yourself have helped donate over 50 million items of essential clothing. Go to bombas.com slash velvet and get 20% off any purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash velvet for 20% off. Bombas.com slash velvet. You know that saying it takes a village? Well, it does take a village to get this podcast out every day. If you think I do this all on my own, think again. And where did I find my great staff that helps me run this podcast? Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. It's the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find candidates with the right skills, you need one powerful hiring partner that can do it all. Start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash velvet. Offer valid through March 31st. Go to indeed.com slash velvet to claim your $75 credit before March 31st. Indeed.com slash velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I know we have a lot of fun here and talk about reality TV and all the drama, but at the end of the day, listen, what really matters in our lives is our relationships, especially those with significant others. In times like this more than ever, having someone you can trust and talk to is so important, but even the best relationships hit bumps in the road. That's why I find Talkspace so important. Talkspace therapy gives you unlimited access to a licensed therapist so you can clear up the confusion and focus on what matters most, being the best person and partner 
you can be. I mean, I'll be the first to admit I am not good at relationships. In Talkspace, listen, whether you're married for years or re-entering the dating scene or just trying to get comfortable with being single, talking to a therapist can really help. Join Talkspace today and start the journey to happier, healthier relationships. Just visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code VELVET at sign up. That's $100 off Talkspace.com, promo code VELVET. February is the month of love. And you know who really deserves some love? You. That's who. Best Fiends is my favorite way to treat my brain to a much needed recharge. It's like a mental spa day. Really? Oh my God. Let me tell you, I am on level 48 of this game. Thank you. I really am totally obsessed and I can't put it down. What I love best about Best Fiends is, well, let me tell you, Best Fiends is a mobile puzzle game that anyone can download and play, whether you have a few minutes or a few hours. Best Fiends is the perfect puzzle game to unwind because you're having so much fun. And that's what I love about it. It takes my mind off this job, it takes my mind off the world. I de-stress. Ready to give your brain some TLC? Download Best Fiends free today on the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. I mean. Well, how about you check in with me, David? We'll do check-ins. You can come back anytime you want. No, I mean, I feel that I would never let it go to my head because I do this for a living. So I've seen like every story. I've heard every story. And it's like, there's an end for everybody. Like there's a day that it will be over for every single person. And then it's just like, you know, you still have something, but you should have just treated a lot of people nicer during your 10 year run or five year run or whatever it was. Yeah. Cause now you want back and it's like, nobody wants to help you get back. That's just what I've seen. What was I going to say? See, now you've got me. Now you've got me off track. I was going to ask you. No, I mean, I, I agree. So, okay, you guys won't, you know, you're not worried about it, basically. Not right now, no. What about, who do you think got, like, the best edit? Like, somebody who in real life you've seen worse and just somehow their edit on that TV, you're like, they were look, they looked pretty good. Jen Shaw. Like you think she's worse than her edit? Yeah. I mean, I was there living it, experiencing it in person. And it was unfortunately a lot worse than what we saw. And we saw a lot. Yeah. And so that says a lot, right? (laughs) What about who do you think enjoys the fame the most? Lisa Barlow. What about who do you think got the worst edit? Like really is not that bad, I guess we'll use the word. I don't know if that's the right word, but it's just miss, I guess like just, you know, that they're painted in like a more negative light than they are in real life. I actually think that for the most part, we all got, we were all portrayed how we are. I think that I can't answer that because I think that it it was pretty true to how we are. Um, I feel like I wasn't always shown in my highest power, but I wasn't necessarily, I don't think I was shown bad. So. Right. So you think it was pretty accurate for almost everyone. Yeah. 
Okay, that's that's good to know. Speaking of the reunion, have you learned that if you're going to bring receipts, you need to have them like printed out so some Andy could read them? Oh my god, that was the worst situation. So I could read it. You could. Yes, I could read it, and that's no shade to Andy, but. I, I wish I, cause I toyed with, I had talked to Andy about this actually. I said, should I bring a printed receipt or do you want to see my phone? And he goes, I want to see the printed receipt, but it's because you know what a highlight, like in iPhone text messages, how it's blue for what you send. Yes. So that blue had, it just printed like dark. So it was, he was having a hard time reading. Um, but I posted it. I could have posted a lot more. Are you saying Andy needs glasses? No. <laughs> I mean, maybe I need to talk to him about that. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, listen, Monique Samuels brought a whole binder. I was just like, you know. Yeah. But you, you had receipts, so at least you knew to bring receipts. I think you were the only one. I, yeah, I still have receipts, and I had a lot more receipts. So, you know, if we... I'll get back on season two. I'm going to make sure that those are red. You haven't found out about season two, like particularly who's back and who's not. Are you sure about that? I can't answer that. <laughs> Listen, Whitney, this is, this is behind the velvet rope. David has sources everywhere in the world. Well, what are your sources saying? <laughs> I heard... A, a rumor that season two, well, I mean, look, season two is green lit. I mean, Andy said that. Yeah. Uh-huh. My sources told me that you guys are actually filming. I can neither confirm or deny. <laughs> okay. No, I, say- we have been asked not to speak about season two quite yet. I get it. That makes sense. I mean, until I heard this, good job. You know, I don't want to make Daddy mad. <laughs> listen, if you lose your job because of me, then you know. Then we have bigger fish to fry. Seriously, no. I, I, my sources tell me that it's filming. You don't have to confirm or deny. And I believe that every single person is back. That's what my sources also told me. Which was my, even before this, that was my prediction. My prediction, like even, I, is that everyone's going to come back? Like there was chatter that certain people were going to go, but you know, I, I don't think anyone should go. I think it's, it's, it's a good cast. I actually think that everyone should be brought back and give a second chance, you know? So even though you don't like Lisa, so even though you don't like Lisa and Jen, you still will say they are, make a good show. Yes, absolutely. Um, even though they're difficult to work with, they make a good show. Who are you most... I mean, okay, let's just assume there's no season two filming yet because you haven't confirmed or denied that. Like, who would you be most, like, I guess, I don't know what the word is, like, apprehensive? Like, who do you think you're going to have the most problems with as the whole season plays out? Lisa. Lisa more so than Jen. Yeah, I think here's what I've I've come to realize. Jen, I get accused of being Heather's lapdog. Lisa Jen is Lisa's puppet. 
and Lisa is the puppet masseter. And it breaks my heart because as we learned from the reunion, I don't actually know if it's. No, this is, yeah, it'll be out. Yeah, it'll be out this week. But as we learned from the reunion, Jen gives us a lot of insight into her behavior and what she is dealing with, with some of her own mental health issues and drinking and, you know, and, and I, that I feel that I sympathize with her on that. And so it breaks my heart that someone that she thinks is a dear friend is, may be exploiting that and taking advantage of her weaknesses and her vulnerabilities to get what she wants done. You might have receipts for that. <laughs> there's it sounds like there's going to be a lot of receipts being brought out at some point yeah, by I everybody hate, i hate the whole term receipts i'm like how about we just all own it and talk about it but i know that's not how this game works i'm not the one that came up with the term <laughs> uh, you know one day we didn't have that term and the next day that was the official term did you come up with it no oh i yeah. did not I'm not sure if I would have come up with that particular term. I might have chosen something differently. I don't know what I would have chosen, but I'm not sure that would have been the term. Well, let's see if behind the velvet rope can change the term. (laughs) Seriously, some people love it, but I'm not sure that I love it. I'm over it. I like, who did you, so now that the show is out, you know, you got advice from Katie, Lala, like who have you kind of become close with in the Bravo world? So Stephanie Holman and I have really hit it off. We were on a happy hour together for Halloween, a happy hour Zoom, and we just connected and she reached out to me right away and we talk often and she's such a sweetheart. I could see you guys getting along. Yeah. It's just, she's been really, really supportive. And then I've recently talked, of course, Lala and Katie, but, um, that's, I mean, I've talked to a lot of the housewives from Dallas, pretty much all of them, with the exception of Tiffany. So mostly Dallas. Yeah, mostly Dallas. I think we have the most in common. And, you know, we um, kind of aired and filmed around the same times. And, um, you know, I was talking with Bronwyn for a while, but then... <laughs> We, we've, we haven't spoken in a while, but she's going through a lot right now. So. I mean, you look at me as if I, this I don't know about. You look at me as if I'm going to say something. Why don't you speak to Rohanman anymore? What happened? Nothing happened. There was no like incident. I think um, she and I met through Carrie Brittingham. And as we all know, her and Carrie have gone through a lot in the press, the social media, and just naturally we kind of create a distance. That makes sense. You stayed in touch with Carrie, though. Yeah. I mean, Carrie still reaches out to me. I still respond. Do you miss your friendship with Bronwyn? No, because we never had, like, a deep friendship. It was more of a, when she comes into town, because she came in, um, one of her friends owns a house in Park City. Um, oh, no. You know who, her, it's uh, Cottonwood house that oh my god i'm gonna spill some tea here you ready for this i love tea one of the houses that jen rented for filming her friend noella owns it bronwyn's friend noella 
And so they come here and stay in that house and they were going to be um, planning a ski trip to Park City and we were all going to meet up. But um, I, I get tested for COVID Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. I don't know why, but you do. Uh, <laughs> so I've just been very cautious about, you know, who I'm around, what what's going on. But no, there was no beef. It just, you know, just naturally... We just stopped. If Bronwyn called me, I'd answer it. Do you believe all that Bronwyn has going on? Because a lot of people don't. I think, you know, that's just, I'm never going to judge or criticize someone's sobriety. I will never do that just because of my father. And I, I, if I, I'm not even going to go there because that's so deep rooted in my family. Right. Um, but a lot of the other stuff, it, it, I do have to question now that I've been on this side of it, how much is that? What's authentic, right? Yeah. And I can say like, just in general, I mean, this is as an audience, not geared towards Bronwyn. I think that's the issue with a lot of it. The minute the audience doesn't think what you are doing is real, that's it. They're, they're done. Yeah. So I, I wish her the best because I do believe that she did struggle with addiction and I, and I can see that clearly. So I wish her the best of luck. And, you know, with everything else going on in her life, coming out of the closet as a lesbian, I've had many friends, gay, lesbian, transgender. Um, so I, w- I, I, I don't want to shit on anyone's experience. So I'm going to choose to believe it. You know, and we'll just, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> That's fair enough. Have yeah. you, because you speak that you have no beef, have you had any beef with any other housewives? I mean, no. Sometimes people cross state lines. Yeah, no, I, I have not had any beef with any other housewife. Everyone's been super cool to me. That's good. It's What I'm trying to allude to is that I think that, like, Carrie and Bronwyn both had a lot going on in the media. So just naturally there was a separation for a minute and it's not that I want to answer their call if they called or anything. That makes sense. Well, there was just a situation where like Margaret and Dolores from New Jersey spoke out that they were upset with Carrie because this, I'm not spilling anything. I shouldn't. It's on. Yeah. You saw that, right? They're upset because of how she's uh, like, because of how Carrie's treating Deandra on the show. I mean, like, not, they're, they're both fighting. But Margaret and Dolores are like, we don't like Carrie, you know, because of how she's treating Deandra. It, it's out there. I'm not spilling any personal phone conversations or anything. So that's, so sometimes, you know, housewives cross state lines and get involved. I just didn't know if anyone came for you from another. No, no one's came for me. What about, you know, we have Heather has Rihanna slipping into her DMs. Have you had anyone slip into your DMs? Well, you know, Rihanna followed me shortly after she followed Heather, but she has not yet slipped in my DMs. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, Cardi B posted me, but didn't DM me. What did she post of yours? Um, she posted my facial expression with, at luncheon with Mary and goes, bitch, what? Because <laughs> I was like... <laughs> Cardi B is a good one too. Yeah, I I will never forget that one. That's a good one. Rihanna. What do you want? Like, what do you hope people remember about you from season one? 
Like it's over now. The reunion's over. Like, what do you want people to say when they're like, this was Whitney's, this is what we know, like remember her from season one. Um, same honest and kind. Those are good things. Yeah. Do you want to do anything different? <laughs> and you're fine. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing too. Do you want to do anything different in season two? Like, do you think we'll see a different Whitney? I'm not saying we should. I'm just saying. You'll definitely, yeah. If, if I get a season two, I am definitely going to speak my mind. I am going to own my voice, own my power and hold people accountable to how they're treating me. I think if you get a season two, people will be shocked if you're speaking out and speaking back all the time. And I want to bring out more of the fun. It was a fun, listen, I think it was a great first season. I do. Well, there's like sides of Meredith we haven't seen yet. Like she is so much fun. And my goal is bring that out. I think you'll do that. Uh (laughs) Who do you think is the fan favorite? Like who do, like when you listen to the chatter yeah heather i think she came across as the most like authentic real i mean that's what i see online and that's what i experience in real life too do you get involved in all the negative like you mentioned there's so much hate there is so much hate like do you ever read like you know sometimes you go down that rabbit hole for years sometimes you go down for six months katie told you not to like did you do you go down there or did you I have not. Um, That's good. The one, the one time where I got attached to someone I filmed with in a situation, that was very difficult because it wasn't true. Um, but I, I just turned off my social media for three days. Right. But yeah, I mean, people, it's funny because even though I get mostly love and support, I do get hate and I just, I just like, I'm like delete or I'll leave that one because it's kind of funny. Like, That's what you do. I usually, I mean, yeah. I usually respond and just say, thank you so much for listening to my show when I get hate. <laughs> I literally will go down and just that will be my copy and paste. I and, love that. Fight back with love. Well, like when people come at hate, they literally cite specific shows. And it's like, you just cited like 12 different shows. So you obviously hate it so much that you listen every day. Not sure that's hate. You're like, thanks for the support. <laughs> Seriously. Anything else? Oh, one more thing. If there's a season, if you are in season two or whatever, or not even that, what are you most over and would like to not carry over to season two? Grandfather fuckers, smells of hospitals, or people, three people being afraid of Jen Shaw, or four, getting into who knew who and when people met. Exactly. Those are your four I, things. Which, which are you absolutely sick of hearing about? When people met, when Heather and Lisa officially met, I do not want to hear about that again. We talked at nauseum about this situation. I'm done. And I think hospital smells we've heard enough about. And yes, hospital smell lasted too many episodes. So. And grandfather, I mean, okay, we got it. That's the situation. I don't know what else we could really say about that right now. Before we go, 
I don't know what else I wanted to ask you. I'm like, you're, you've got me off my game here today, Whitney. I guess there was, there was, there was, no, no, no. There was something else that I was like, I really need to ask this. And I forgot what it was. Regrets. Would you do something Wait, different? Emotion. Is uh-huh. that off the game? No, but first of all, there are people, there's men that have cried on this show before. Meredith and Brooks got me off my game for a minute when they had a tender moment. I'm like, this is really like a family moment. I mean, in, in like a good way. I was like, this yeah. is a family moment, which I mean, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm not going anywhere. I'll sit here and watch this all day. How is your business going, Iris and Bo? Amazing. I mean, obviously I didn't feature, I chose not to feature it season one. Um, I just really want people to get behind me as a person (laughs) and um even though it wasn't featured like I have completely blown up I've owned the business for four years I um have worked my ass off I'm still very much in the hustle and the grind and in fact I just bought out my business partner and I own it 100% by myself I'm running it by myself and I am grinding and we are growing and we're disrupting and it's amazing. Um, and you'll learn more about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be going through a really exciting exercise here soon and I cannot wait to share it with everyone. That's good. I mean, that's gotta be a good byproduct of the show. Like I'm sure it doesn't hurt the business or Heather's business or any like Meredith Marks jewelry. Like it's a great platform. For yeah. That. Iris and Bo has completely blown up. Um, and you know, and I'm super proud because I didn't just start a business cause I was on the show, right? Like I, I've been doing this thing for four, almost five years. So it's amazing to see my little baby taking off. The power of housewives, right? Yes. It's Listen, phenomenal. It was a great first. I think it was a great first season. I think, you know, I loved it. So I, I, I loved it. And, you know, I, I may be biased, but I thought it was a great season as well. What does your husband say? Like, as he watches it, does he think it's like just funny and humorous? Is he like, I can't believe we showed all this? Like, does he just say, do you do you? Like, does he have any opinions about being on the show? Yeah. He is so supportive, and it's funny because whenever we watch it, um, we're both kind of like holding our breath, right? Like, what, what's what's going to be shown? How are they going to talk about this? How are we going to look? But overall, he's happy. He's super proud of me, and again, just doesn't want me to lose sight of who I am. That's good advice. Yeah. But he's super, super excited and supportive about what it's doing for me professionally, the growth that I've had. It's, it's translating as success in many aspects of my life. So I'm super thrilled. And so is he. I love it. And here are my two final questions. Do you think, because like it's Housewives. So like, do you think as season two is filmed, which is a well-known fact, that it's coming back. Do you think like the Mormonism is going to fade into the background and just not really be discussed anymore? Or do you think it's just an inherent part of, and I'm not saying it should or not. I'm just asking, you know, because there's other housewife shows like that don't have a religious aspect 
again, I'm not saying one way or another, but like, do you think it will just become like housewives and won't be Mormonism and people that sleep with their grandfathers and then that has a connotation that that's what people in Utah do? Do you think all that will just dissipate or do you think this is just, it'll always have this, you know, a good Mormon shouldn't drink and a good Mormon shouldn't have sex and all this other stuff? Well, I think that it'll it'll fade some, but the reality of living in Salt Lake City is that is an overarching, um, like, control that we have here. Like, you can't escape it, living in Salt Lake City, because this is the headquarters of the Mormon church. And in many ways, that controls our daily life, whether you're Mormon or not. However, I hope it, I hope it fades a little and I would anticipate that it will, but it still regulates a lot of things that we do feel, think living here in Salt Lake city. I can see that. And my last question, is there anything else that you would like to cover? I've had my own agenda. So you had your wine that like helped you deal with all my questions, but like, I like to give people a chance at the end, like anything I didn't bring up that you want to bring up. No, I think that you did an amazing job. I feel like we covered most everything. We we covered a lot. Yeah. We covered a lot. Yeah. You were very I, open and honest. I you know, that is one thing I pride myself on. I'll I'll own anything that I do or say. I mean, you know, and you've you've kept yourself out of like trouble for the but there hasn't been a lot of crazy online stuff for salt, like the some, but not like insane like some other franchises so far so yeah we've we've been lucky but I think that's just part of like going into it being real right and exposing yourself if you will that's the only way to do it like I think that's great advice that Katie Maloney gave to you because I don't know it's hard to remember what you're supposed to talk about and wait I'm supposed to hide this from the world and it's just And I don't think it works. Like everything comes out anyway. So you might as well just say everything. Well, I just feel like I have so many layers, so many sides. Um, So I hope we get to explore and see more of those. Because I'm a lot of things that people like my skincare company, Iris and Bo, for example, no one even knew I had, I had my own company that I run and I've developed my own line. So it's really fun to like just peel back the layers and keep going. So. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people, like if they don't really follow you closely on social media, I don't think they would know that either. No, people are still like when they learn about it, they're blown away. You're like, like I have. In a way I thought that was a difference with Salt Lake that you all do have for the most part, like real jobs. Yeah. I mean, or real companies. And this is no shade to the other franchises, but more so than a lot of the other franchises. It's like you have yeah. true jobs, each of you are businesses. Yeah, we do. We're all businesswomen. So it's really cool. And I think that's it's a really interesting dynamic that I think we'll con- hopefully continue to see, you know, grow. Did you have any resi- Like, did you, did it stand out to you that you were the youngest bike? quite a bit in this, in some cases was that, I mean, you're really, you know, as far as housewives, like you're one of the youngest ever. I, yeah, I think it, it's an honor. <laughs> like 
that I'm am one of the youngest ever, but I've held my own. I like I think it's kind of cool. I think yeah. a lot of people like to see that, the younger housewives. Listen, I mean, I don't say to anyone. It's just it's new, it's different. Um and that's one reason I think I liked Salt Lake City so much is the, you know, us women all being businesswomen plus young, like I am the youngest. It's a whole different dynamic with the women because I trigger the shit out of them. <laughs> you do. And you have diversity right from the get-go. So there's no yeah. issues on that that need to be dealt with at a later date. So I think I think they got it right. This cast is, where can everybody find you online? Um, irisandbow.com. And then at Whitney Wild Rose is my Instagram handle. And then my business is at Iris and Bo. And that's uh, Bo is B-E-A-U. Everyone needs to follow you. They need to try out your products. And listen, anti-aging, like, I mean, I'm all you for know, that. We all need it. Um, kind of. Yeah. And it's like you, it's not just about anti-aging. It's about just being healthy too. Um, yeah, so go and follow me. Check out irisandbow.com. Um, DM me. I would love to answer any questions and hook you up. And I need to get you some Iris and Bow. I'll take it. Yeah, I think you're going to love it. As long as that's... Really nice skin. That's what everyone says. I don't know why, but do I... You, do you eat well? Yes and no. Does that make any sense? A lot of water. Yeah. I drink a lot of sparkling water or <laughs> yeah. water, like, but I love like a flavored sparkling water, which is still water. It is. You look very hydrated and healthy. So that's. I don't know, but everyone says I have good skin. I'm not sure where that comes from. I mean, I have an okay skincare regimen. I don't have the best. It's but actually, I, you, it, you're healthy and you probably have good genetics and. And I have like, and I do eat healthy, but then I don't eat healthy. Like if that yeah. makes sense. Like I'm not one of those crazy people that's like, oh God, I just had like two pieces of cake and a pizza. Like that's a normal, but for the most part, I will eat healthy most days. But if it's not a healthy day, then I'm um, like, I'll eat everything in front of me and then some. Yeah. Well, it's all about balance, right? It's good to have like cheat days. Absolutely. You know, at the beginning of quarantine, I figured like just every day would be a cheat day, but I have pulled myself back to normal because the world is, this isn't how it's going to go. I'm not going down without a fight. Let, let's put it that way. No, I, that's a good mentality to have right now. But you have good skin too. So, but everyone should follow you. I, I will DM you. We'll, we'll keep in touch. You've been fun. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for doing this. It's the end of the season. So like, I know you're busy. I'm sure you want to talk about other things than the whole season you just lived, but I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I'm happy to be here with you. So have the best night. Anytime. Everyone follow Whitney and I will DM you and keep you posted when this is coming out. Okay, please do. All right, take care. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. 
because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon. Because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.